Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Haas here in studio. Bobby Bear, along with Mike Detelier there at the Silver Slipper in Hancock County, Mississippi. We'll be talking with Bobby and Mike throughout the night as we get you ready for Monday Night Football, the Colts and the Chargers. The Chargers can clinch a playoff spot, but we are talking Saints football. Huge win in frigid Cleveland, 17-10. to For the first time, get those Back-to-back wins, which they so desperately needed to keep those playoff hopes alive, and six and nine on the season. And we are joined now by Saints head coach Dennis Allen. And coach, uh, we had talked prior to the game, and then you talked about it after the game. And that was whoever was going to be the most mentally tough, right? Because you were going to face some hardships. You did. You got down ten nothing, clawed your way back, but. The mentally tough team was going to be the one to come out victorious. Yeah, look, there was a lot of factors that, you know, go into that game. You know, we're, we're, uh, we're traveling, having to leave a day early. Uh, obviously, the weather conditions were, were pretty extreme. It's Christmas Eve. You know, there's just a lot of distractions that try to keep you from focusing on the task at hand. Um, and I thought our guys did a really good job of, you know, trying to block out all those distractions and just focus on, what we had to do to try to win that game. And uh, I thought our guys did a good job of that. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, uh, obviously uh, you got to give big props uh, that, uh, you know, how you handle adversity. You're down 10-0. to You come back, you end up coming out on top to win 17-0. But the fans have asked me, uh, I would say, well, I think Coach Allen might suggest uh, to Coach Carmichael, but I think he trusts Coach Carmichael and what they want to do offensively. But I'm looking at Taysom Hill. Uh, not getting his first carry until uh, right at the three-minute uh, mark remaining in the second quarter. And he ends up rushing for 11 uh, yards on his first carry, 16 on his uh, second carry. So uh, the bottom line, it seemed like he was ready to roll. And when you're trying to set the tone at the beginning of the game, it seems like we did that defensively. We got off to a great start, uh, forcing the Browns to go three and out on each of their first three possessions. 
So uh, is that is that just like you had a plan uh, that way, maybe why Taysom Hill wasn't more involved uh, earlier on in, in that first quarter? Yeah, well, look, um, there was a lot of plays where Taysom was actually involved. Um, they weren't the plays that ended up with him with the ball in his hand. Um, and, and that's part of how that, you know, just the game planning process works. And it's part of how the game played out. You know, the first series of the game, we take over the ball on whatever it was, the one or two yard line. And so now we're backed up, which is, you know, different than being in your normal openers. Um, and you're coming off your own goal line. So uh, we had the wind at our back in the, in the first quarter. So there were some things that we felt like we might be able to do with the wind at our back. Um, and then they went on about a nine-minute drive there in the second quarter, which, which ate up a lot of time uh, in the half. So, uh, look, certainly Taysom's a big part of what we do. Um, he's somebody that we want to uh, have involved. Uh, I feel like we've gotten him involved. And, and uh, uh, look, we got to the key stat, which was making sure that he had his seven carries and his 50-plus yards. And uh, when we do that, we win. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, when I look at, uh, obviously, if you get opportunity and you get a target, can you take advantage of this? And I might be looking at the return uh, game when you're de- dealing with inclement weather. I thought Rashid Shaheen was outstanding. Uh, was the only Saints wide receiver to record a reception. He caught uh, four of the eight completed passes by Andy Dalton. But overall, I mean, it seems like uh, Rashid Shaheen was in the dome. I was watching the ball hit his hands, and it seems like it was never like, oh, I hope he catches it. Uh, he was like about as smooth as silk as I've seen in a while. Yeah, look, I, I think he's been playing outstanding for us. Um, and, and he's a guy, again, that, you know, missed a ton of training camp. Um, we kind of knew we might have a returner in him, but we didn't know what we were going to have in terms of a receiver. And as he's gotten more and more opportunities – uh, I think we've we've gotten more comfortable with him as a staff. Uh, I think he's gotten more comfortable with his role, and he continues to improve and get better. And that's look, that's what you want to see as the season goes on. You want to see improvement, and and in particular from some young players. And so, uh, yeah, I think he stepped up and, and played really well. And we knew he was going to have to take on a bigger role, knowing that uh, we were going to be without Olave last week. Coach, can you talk about the wind and the cold a little bit more specifically? Certainly the cold. It's somewhat deceiving, uh, at least from the wind standpoint, because you could look at the goalpost and you really didn't see a whole lot of movement. But, I, you know, from being there Thursday and Friday, you knew it was blowing hard. What, what was it like? What were the field conditions like from a cold and wind standpoint? Yeah, look, it was tough. Um, you know, I obviously it was cold. Um I, I, I never felt like the cold was as big a factor as was the, the, the wind conditions. And, you know, really, if you were on our bench side to our left-hand side from the 50-yard line back, I didn't feel like the wind was uh, as big a factor. And then, obviously, when you got across the 50 from our bench going from left to right, you know, the wind became – uh, a lot more of a factor. And so, um, and, and in terms of just, you know, the wind was what made it feel so cold. It was just, you know, the, the wind just beating on you uh, was, 
was kind of, it, look, it wasn't a great feeling. But, uh, again, our guys kind of fought through that and focused on what they had to do. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, uh, two players, uh, you don't know how they're going to work out. Uh, you know, you think they get a good tribute on your team's success. Uh, and, you know, obviously Pete Warner more than Caden Ellis. Uh, Pete Warner uh, was already uh, on pace to have about 130, 150 tackles. He was unbelievable. Then you're dealing with an injury, and Pete Werner, uh, obviously, you know, he's trying to fight through it. Uh, but uh, Kaden Ellis, I mean, uh, you being a defensive coach, I know you have to be pleased. You know, we have high expectations with Demario Davis. But I think both Pete Werner and Kaden Ellis, they've been outstanding and definitely a pleasant surprise is how they've contributed and how they, uh, they've matured as football players. Yeah, I think both those players have done a really nice job this year. And, and uh, you know, Caden's a guy that, that each and every year he's just gotten a little bit better and a little bit better. And, and, and look, it just took a while to kind of get his opportunity. And once he got his opportunity, he's really taken advantage of it. And so, uh, you know, he's worked extremely hard. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely proud of what uh, Caden's been able to do. And, and, and look, uh, Pete Warner – uh, was having an outstanding season, kind of got derailed a little bit with the, you know, ankle injury, he comes back from the ankle injury, and then he has a hamstring issue. So, um, you know, his, his, his deal is just be able to get healthy and then stay healthy. And so uh, those are two young guys that we, uh, we feel really good about. We will have more with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. Got to step aside, take a quick break here on the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Welcome back, everyone. The Saints Coaches Show. The Saints will be in Philadelphia this Sunday to take on the Eagles. That'll be 2023, but we're talking about the win over the Browns on Saturday. And, Coach, you talk about just two drives and, and a defensive stand. The first drive of the Browns of the second quarter, they go 17 plays, 844, but they only get three points. And then the final drive of the game, 18 plays, uh, and, and no points. So that's two drives, roughly 14 minutes. That's almost a quarter that your defense was out there. 35 plays and only give up a field goal. I mean, that, I'm, I'm sure it was a long time to feel to be out there that long. But those two drives to me where they get a field goal out of 35 plays says a lot. Yeah, look, I mean, it's kind of been our mantra defensively around here for a long time is defend every last blade of grass. And so, you know, obviously for them to be able to maintain possession for that long, uh, there were some things that we needed to do better uh, to be able to get ourselves off the field earlier. But yet um, when it came time and we had to bow our neck up and we had to keep them out of the end zone, our, our guys were able to do that. And so uh, I think that's a, that's a testament just to the mentality of, of our guys that they keep playing, keep competing, and keep fighting regardless of the circumstances. And, um, you know, we, we've been at the top of the, of the league in red zone defense for the last couple of years. And and, uh, and so when they were down there, you know, obviously I still had all the confidence in the world that our guys were going to make the stop when they needed to, and they did. Now, uh, Coach Allen, you look at, like, obviously, because uh, you've coached all these guys, and, you know, it's a transition period because it never stays the same. You know, you have an outstanding player, Marcus Williams. He goes to Baltimore. Um, Malcolm Jenkins retires. And, you know, uh, we have a few skins in the wall with Marcus May. Then you got Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger. I thought the last couple of games up until the Cleveland game that Marcus May played like uh, what we would expect him to play maybe the beginning of September and the expectations and maybe the combination of him and Tyron Matthew, I, I, but now Marcus May was not available. Uh, he couldn't put three games in a row. But, but I thought this game, Tyron Matthew, you know, had a couple of interceptions going in. But I thought it was the most aggressive that I've seen him. He wasn't saving nothing. I think he had 10 total tackles uh, combined led the team. Six unassisted led the team. He had a tackle for a loss. He just seemed more aggressive. And uh, I know uh, the type of defenses you have in this day and age with the NFL and what you're calling, how important the safety position is, whether it's uh, Marcus May or whether it's Tyron Matthew or whether it's uh, Marcus Williams, uh, Malcolm Jenkins, who retired, like I said, or even Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. It's unbelievable what he's done with the Eagles, whatever, but all of that combined is that you know, hybrid safety, whatever you want to describe it, but how important for all the defense in the National Football League that safety position is not traditionally old school, well, I'm a strong safety or I'm a free safety, that it does make a difference in how well your defense is producing. And that's why I think going forward, and as of late, look, six straight games, and you look what we've done defensively, scoring defensively. I mean, that, that speaks volumes right there. If you're scoring defense, look, we gave up only uh, 10 points, but six consecutive games, our opponents weren't able to score more than 20 points. Well, I'm like, hell, we should be 6-0. Uh, and oh. If that happens, 
And I think the safeties are a big part of that. Yeah, look, I, I don't think there's any question. Um, you know, we've been playing some some pretty good defense over the last six weeks. Uh, you know, the scoring defense, I think we're now at, I don't know, 15, 16 points a game over the last six weeks, which is, which is you know, at the top of our league. Uh, some, of the, some of the turnovers have begun to uh, kind of go our direction a little bit. Um, and I just think it's just, you know, our guys continuing to, uh, to believe in what we're doing and, and, and our guys, um, you know, really continuing to, to, to fight and do what we have to do to try to win. You know, our guys uh, have a lot of grit. And look, those guys at the safety position, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of turnover in that position. There's been a lot of uh, unsettledness, I guess, if that's even a word, at that position you know, with just guys that have kind of been in and out of the lineup due to injury and things. And, you know, our guys don't blink. You know, uh, Justin Evans starts in this game. He goes down and and, uh, Dan Sorensen goes in and, you know, has an interception that really changed the momentum of the game and really, uh, you know, gave us us our first lead. And uh, we never relinquished it. So, uh, you know, I think all those guys are, are, are stepping up when called upon. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, when I look at, like, uh, boy, I've been a fan of his uh, because you consider Sacramento, California, uh, Cheyenne, Wash, uh, Wyoming. Uh, so it, it gets freaking cold there. So he was like, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go out here, pregame, whatever. But Carl Grandison, uh, without my shirt, whatever. But he all of a sudden has six total tackles, uh, five unassisted, a sack, uh, which led the team one sack. He had a, a couple of quarterback hurries, three tackles for a loss. Uh, uh, hopefully you high-five him. I mean, because uh, Carl Granderson, when you think of his background and where he's come from, uh, I mean, that, that, that's outstanding. I mean, I, I know you really appreciate his contribution. Yeah, and that didn't just start this week, you know. Um, I think over the – course of the past month I think he's been playing uh, some of the best football on our defense and and certainly some of the best football of his uh, still young career and so um, he's another guy that you know he's our type of guy he's the type of guy that shows up every day he goes to work he loves football he loves to compete he loves to work he's tough he's physical Um, all the things that we really like uh, in a football player he distributes so our uh you know, exemplifies those characteristics, and, and he's been a, uh, you know, a good player for us and, and really helped us out a ton, and, you know, specifically over the, call it the last month. we got to step aside, take a quick break. We'll have more with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. When we come back, it is the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Austin, Bobby Bear, along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen, Philadelphia on Sunday, New Year's Day, the third straight year the Saints have gone. It's going to be like in the 50s or 60s, so a whole different weather situation. Won't know really towards the middle of the week about Jalen Hurts' situation, but there's a lot of indication that maybe he doesn't. I'm just wondering, from a preparation standpoint, how does it change from your standpoint, whether you're preparing for Gardner Minshew or, or Jalen Hurts, to, to, I mean, you know, two different type quarterbacks? Yeah, well, look, we've got a chance to watch um... – Philly and what they were going to look like um, with Minshew at quarterback. Um, 
the other day against the Cowboys. So we got a, a good sense of what they're, you know, we're going to do. And really, you know, th- there's not a lot of change to the schematics of what they do uh, with him in the game. And so, you know, we'll have to prepare for the scheme. Now, obviously, the, the quarterbacks are different in regard to, uh, you know, Minshew's an athletic quarterback, but yet I don't know that, you know, we're going to see the same amount of, like, uh, true design quarterback runs uh, that you'll see with Hurts. And so, um, you know, that's probably where the biggest difference comes in, in, in trying to plan for either quarterback. Now, Coach Allen, uh, I think when you first got hard, um, I think I gave you the business about this because I look at the Eagles and we've always been outstanding against the run. And I'm looking at now uh, they add A.J. Brown to Devontae Smith. But I would say, uh, well, you know what? you got to stop him at least uh, in one phase and maybe force uh, whether it's Jalen Hurts or uh, Gardner Minshew to beat us with the pass with A.J. Brown Levante Smith. The reason why I bring that up, uh, look, uh, we played. No, now it's going to be this third straight season we playing in Philadelphia and had been kind to us uh, looking at the Saints' defense. And we've been outstanding, you know, up against the run as of late. But last season they got 242 yards and 246 yards uh, the year before. I even told you, I said, Coach Allen, are you going to stop them from getting, like, basically 250 yards a game? You kind of chuckled and looked at me like, Bobby, what are you talking about? But it, that, that's the task at hand right now that they cannot run against us or they will have success. Wouldn't you agree with that? Well, yeah, I think I think obviously everything with them starts with their ability to run the football. And, and you know, uh, I don't think we're in any, uh, you know, we're, we're not in, in company just there by ourselves. Uh, they, they've been kind of able to run the ball on just about everybody. And so, um, you know, that that's part of, you know, how that thing goes. And I think what we have to realize is that, like, this is going to have to be, a, uh, you know, a total team effort and everything that we do. Um, you know, I think this is a team that if they're able to maintain possession and run the ball 40, 45 times in the game, uh, you're going to look up at the end of the game and say, man, they, they, they gained some yards. Uh, and, and that's usually what happens with good running teams is they're, uh, good running teams are usually able to uh, run the ball for a lot of yards based on volume. And, and so we've got we've to do a good job of trying to, you know, when we, when we get them to third down, being able to get off the field on third down, we need to do a good job offensively of being able to maintain some time of possession. And, uh, and those are things that we have to do to, to, you know, to be able to win this game as a team. And certainly we're going to have to do a better job of, uh, you know, shutting down this run game. Um, and, and, and they've made it more difficult with adding some weapons in the passing game. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, uh, I look at the production. I try to tell the Houdet Nation. Uh, you know, obviously the quarterback gets too much of the glory. They get too much of the blame. That, that goes along the territory with the head coach. But look at Andy Dalton. Uh, rank, uh, there's 32 starting quarterbacks. He definitely top 10, ranked 7 in the league. You look at his QB rating, 98. And going into the Cleveland game, the last four games, he was number one QB rating over 116. So that, that, that's not an opinion. That's what actually happened. And I'm looking at, I don't know, you hit the receivers in the hands. Uh, uh, Coach Allen, you, you might chuckle at this, but I'm like, I think they should have errors in football. I mean, you know, the, even though the quarterback gets too much of the glory, 
I mean, it should be like an error like in baseball. I mean, if you hit the receivers in the hand, freaking catch it. Now, Keith Kirkwood a couple of times, maybe the ball moves in the wind, and then even look at what happened with Jawan Johnson, who's been outstanding for us. But then all of a sudden, uh, you look at it, all of a sudden it goes the other way for 40 yards. So to me right now, it, it, tell the fans, the Huda Nation, uh, if you think Andy Dalton, and if you think this is too far-fetched, okay, we're 6-9 and nine right now. I think the way Andy Dalton has played, we could be 9-6. and six. And I'm not sugarcoating it. I, I don't think I'm sugarcoating that statement. I think he's played that productive of football to help the Saints win. He's brought that kind of stability. Yeah, Bobby, I think you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, I don't think there's any question that Andy Dalton has played well for us. Um, and there's, you know, I'm going to call it, you know, a handful of plays in this season that if we make the play, um, you know, it's the difference in two or three wins. And um, and that's just – that's where we're at as a football team right now. You know, we're, we're, we're close – we're just not quite quite there yet, and 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 um, you know there's a handful of plays that in in each game that make the difference in the game, and and um, you know there's been a few a few games where we haven't been able to make those plays, and 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 the ones that we have made those plays, um, you know we've usually had good results. Well, Coach, we appreciate it. I know some of this stuff is, is out of your hands and that you just all you can do is what you can do and what's in front of you, and that's beat Atlanta, beat Cleveland, beat Philly, uh, beat Carolina, and, and see what happens. Great, great win on Christmas Eve and uh, continued success. Thanks, guys. I hope you guys had a Merry Christmas. Uh, same all to right, you. Thanks, Coach Same Allen. to you, Coach. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Saints assistant coach Brian Young, a former Saints player, now defensive pass rush specialist. We'll talk to him on the other side of the break here on the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And welcome back, everyone. Mike Austin, Bobby Bear, now joined by the defensive pass rush specialist, Brian Young, played nine years in the NFL, including with the Saints from 04 to 08, and also St. Louis before that. It's his seventh season as the pass rush specialist. He's been 14 with the Saints, so he's been, been around a lot of those positions. And it's over now, so just give me a sense of how brutal it was down there on the field on Saturday. Uh, it's 
probably the coldest uh, coldest I've ever been in my life. I mean, I lived in Germany for six years, and I don't ever remember it being that cold. Uh, you know, especially when the wind picked up, that's what made it worse. I mean, my fingers after the game were, you know, still pretty numb. And, I mean, we took a shower, man. I felt like needles were, were stabbing your fingers when you were trying to get washed off. Uh, yeah, it was, it, it was not fun. Now, now, Brian, uh, you know, uh, I think I've talked to you about this before. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm coming on board. You're still playing. I think Sean Payne's first game. Did you reminisce a little bit? Uh, or was it a different stadium? Like, well, I think it was first energy. That all of a sudden you had three sacks in one game. What? Three sacks in one game. Uh, you know, in that, It was a teens-type game. And you beat Cleveland the, the very first game, Drew Brees, Sean Payton, and all that. So did you reminisce a little bit? I mean, you're in the same city, maybe not in the same stadium, but uh, j- just reflect on who that nation and how did it feel that game? I mean, come on, you get three sacks in one game. I think that's pretty special. Yeah, no, look, man, first of all, it was a long time ago. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I mean, listen, it was it was the first time it ever happened. It was the last time it ever happened. Uh Remember, I got one on, uh, you know, Ryan Tucker, who I played with in St. Louis. He was the right tackle. Um, but, no, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I was never considered a pass rusher, so to be able to get three in that game was huge, man, to be able to come out with the win. You know, that first year with Sean was was, was a big deal. When you look at, like, uh, like uh, how do you coach up between, like, okay, get after the opposing quarterback, interior defensive linemen versus guys on the outside. You look at, like, David Onyemata. And then you look on the edge, you got Cam Jordan, you got Carl Grandison, uh, you might have, uh, you know, Turner. And then you, uh, when you think about it, you got like street on the inside. So you have like inside, outside. How does that work as far as technique and the tricks of the trade? What are you trying to do? Then you got Davenport on the outside. Uh, what is like your role there? Because that's a different animal, whether you rush from the interior or the outside. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it you know it goes you know week to week. You kind of look and see what the, what they're doing and what they're good at, and you know how you can exploit you know the things that you can do each week. Um, you know, I think interior interior rushers are, are definitely a, a huge factor now, even more so than when I was playing the game. You know, it was, it was really a lot more about the ends, speed rushers. You know, got quarterbacks were holding the ball a lot longer. They weren't maybe as mobile as they are nowadays. I know you had some that were mobile, but. You know, so your ability nowadays to be able to get that push up inside to keep the quarterback from being able to step up and then, you know, being able to not let the quarterback steal. So now these edge rushers can come around the sides or, or counter underneath and be able to get sacks. And, you know, it's, it's such a uh, team effort right now with, with getting these sacks because the quarter, quarterbacks are getting rid of the ball faster and they're taking off and running a lot faster. And so if you're not sound and you don't, you don't build that trap around these quarterbacks, man, they're going to take off and hurt you. And it was a, a, a total defensive team effort. And we talked to Coach Allen about it and wanted to get your take on Carl Granderson because he had that final sack, and that's the big play, the, you know, the end of the game. But he had three, the team had four tackles for a loss. He had three of them as well as two quarterback hits. I mean, he, he spent a great deal of the day in the backfield. Yeah, look, man, he's he's playing the best. I mean, that's probably one of the best things he's had since he's been here. And he's he's really put some good games back to back, man. He's playing well right now. He's you know he's locked in. He, he practices his butt off. I mean, every week you know we give these tests, and I mean he is very very detailed in everything he does, and he studies and he knows what what what's going on. He knows all four positions on the line, and so he's done a great job. And it's showing up, man. He's he's not making mistakes out there, and he's confident right now. And 
you know, you see a lot more strength and power out of him, as well as you see the speed and athleticism to be able to win as a rusher. But his ability to be able to push the pocket and be able to keep these guys guessing has been huge for him. Now, uh, you know, Brian, looking at uh, staying along the defensive line, uh, obviously uh, in the meeting room, and I thought uh, that as of late, uh, I want to say that in the past month, you, you might correct me if I'm wrong, but Catavia Street. Uh, I thought Catavia Street, looking at uh, three total tackles, he ended up with a half a sack with David Onyemata. Uh, they each had a, a quarterback hurry, a quarterback hit. It seems like David Onyemata, you know, we need him to play at a high level. Last year he was suspended, then he came back. Maybe a slow start, not so much we won this year, year at the beginning of the season. But uh, I, I thought also David Onyemata and Catavia Street uh, played at a high level against the Browns. Yeah, man, look, they're, they're doing well. Like I said, they're, they're, they're both very technically sound guys. Um, you know, Street is, is very, very explosive. He's got really good power. Uh, you know, and he was with Ryan in college. And so, you know, him coming in this year, you know, he understood the technique and he knew how, you know, how to do things. So he was able to pick everything up very quickly. Um, but, yeah, he's done a great job, him and David. I mean, if David, you know, has got to come out and he's got to go in, you don't miss a beat. So it's been, it's been great having him here and uh, them two play off each other. And they've made a lot of plays for us the last few weeks. Now, Brian, how about Shai Tuttle? Uh, Shai Tuttle, to me, is kind of like a roller coaster up and down. Uh, but it seems like when he really wants to get it, hit it and get it, that he does it at a high level. Now, he's been around uh, for a while. And uh, considering the value and where we got Shai Tuttle, well, what is your take on him? Look, man, I mean, listen, you, you look at him every week. I mean, sometimes, you know, that's, that's one of those positions that doesn't get a lot of, doesn't get a lot of hype. You don't get a lot of publicity. Uh, but Shai goes out there every week. He does his job. He, he takes care of his gap. And, and, you know, and different than a lot of those tackles, he's actually a very good athlete, so he's able to make plays, not just in the A-gaps, but he's able to actually make plays out on the perimeter. And, you know, he plays really, really hard. He's got really good strength and power. He can separate. Uh, I mean, listen, we, we couldn't ask for anything more when we got him here. It was, it was definitely a heck of a get, man, to get him as a free agent. So, Coach, a couple of areas I wanted to touch on, and that is fourth down. Uh, Cleveland, one of three on fourth down. They came in. They were 20 of 35 on fourth down. Like, I, they've had 35 fourth down attempts. It just seemed like so, so huge. But it was a big point of the game to be one of three. And Coach Allen points to it a lot, and that's that red zone defense where you guys have been so strong. The last time that a team was 100%, meaning they were in the red zone three times, they got three touchdowns, that was week six in Cincinnati. So those two areas, red zone defense and fourth down, uh, crucial on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. I mean, listen, you get them to fourth down, you get a stop, you get off the field and you give your offense a chance to get the ball again. So, uh, and then down the red zone, man, I mean, look, you know, worst case they get down there that, you know, you want to give up three and not seven. And so, you know, we, every week we, we, we put a lot into making sure that those areas are, uh, are locked down tight and everybody knows what to expect. And, and then we go out there and we can play fast and play physical and, uh, you know, it's, it's worked well for us the last few weeks. Now, um, you know, Brian, uh, obviously, I like to be in this. Me, more than any other position group, I want to be with the D-line or the front seven. Like, uh, D-line, linebackers, considering what has happened the last couple of times, we played the Eagles. You might say, well, you know what, you can't just, like, put eight in the box or nine up, then you get burned with the pass. But the one thing, uh, I'm sure y'all can get each other hype, but uh, that's something I know defensive linemen take pride in, that we can't get cash. And the Eagles yeah. last season ran for 242 yards, year before 246. 
That, that, that is something I, I know they can look in each other's eyes and say, man, you know what? Damn it, I'm going to do whatever I can to not let the Eagles gash us with the run. Yeah, no, yeah, they, they've definitely gotten after us the last couple of times. I mean, look, right, right now, like, our guys right now are playing well as a unit. Again, it, it takes all 11. It don't just take the front seven. It's going to take all 11. You know, these guys are doing a great job with running the ball. You know, they're actually, you know, they're making, you know, a lot of, ton of, ton of hay with, with the passing game and the long balls. And so, you know, we got to have all guys, all 11 guys out there, gap sound. And our guys right now, like I said, they're playing gap sound. You know, we're, we're striking. We're knocking blocks back up front. We got to just continue to focus on us. It's not about them and what they're doing. We've got to make sure that we're focused on what we're doing. Our eyes are in the right spot. We're hitting blocks. We're separating. We're getting off of blocks. We're making plays. You know, they're they're gonna, they're going to make some plays just just like every week in this NFL. And so we just we got to get on to the next play when that happens. And if there's anything major, we got to get fixed. We get it fixed on the sideline and you know keep moving forward. But that that's that's what we've been doing and that's what's been working for us. And so that's what we're going to have to continue to do. So as you look back, our final question, so your third year as a Saint is 2006, and you go to the NFC Championship in your third year with the Saints, and then your first year in coaching is 2009, and you win the Super Bowl. <laughs> now, I don't know, yeah. you know about the, how much you know about New Orleans football history, but it's not, it's not been that easy. Those, those were, that's pretty special for, uh, for uh, a young man to come in and do that. Yeah, no, and actually, you know, actually before I signed here, I actually had a bad track record because, you know, my my, my rookie year, we lost uh, to New Orleans for their first playoff win here in New Orleans, and then my second year, we actually lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots here in New Orleans, so I was a little, that was the one thing I was a little apprehensive about. I didn't have a good track record, but uh, no, man, listen, it, it was awesome, you know, that first year. You know, it was at Chicago, too, and surprisingly enough, the game, it was snowing out there, but it really wasn't that cold because there wasn't a lot of wind. But, uh, you know, we, we, we thought we had a chance. We were going to be able to, you know, get that win. And then, of course, my first year in coaching, yeah, when we played Indianapolis and beat them in the Super Bowl. That was unbelievable, man. I tell you what, there's, there's no feeling like that in the world. Pretty sweet. Well, uh, two more games to go. Continued success. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing. We'll see what happens down the road, right? I mean, just keep winning. We appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Brian Young, for joining us. Thank you, guys. All right, Brian. All right, Bobby, All my right, friend. Buddy. Step aside, take a break, and uh, we'll have Mike Dettelier on the backside. You are listening to the Saints Coaches Show here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Austin Studio. We will go back out to the Silver Slipper Casino in Hancock County, Mississippi, where Mike Dettelier joins us as we get you prepped and ready for Monday Night Football. The L.A. Chargers, 8-6 and six at Indianapolis, 4-9-1. and one. Chargers with a win will clinch at least a playoff spot. Indianapolis has not played since their game with Minnesota, where they led thirty-three to nothing. So, and I guess for Saints fans, there that are some that are you know the kind of you need the Chargers to not win because you don't want the Chargers to win because you want maybe Sean Payton to go to the Chargers and get a draft pick. It's, it's, there's a lot of moving parts to rooting for football these days. Yeah, Mike, and uh, the other thing is, I've heard people say, well, they make the playoffs, uh, they won't make a coaching change. All I know is uh, the older Spanos, Mr. Alex, he fired Marty Schottenheimer after a 13-3 and season. <laughs> I know one thing, the Chargers ain't sniffing no 13 wins <laughs> this year, so uh, you never know. Uh, never say never. I say this every year, there's a surprise fire every year. That you don't think will happen. Now, it hasn't happened yet, but I, I wouldn't be surprised that um, the Chargers got to get more into the playoffs. If they won and done, there's going to be a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Um, because, listen, they're they fighting uh, for, 
I guess, sort of territory in L.A. right now with the Rams. And that's no guarantee Sean McVay will come back. Because uh, I, I know from a pretty good source that uh, his new wife would like for him to uh, kind of switch with Peyton. Let him do TV and let Peyton come back and coach. Well, it's been a crazy, you know, when you think about it, there's four openings as we speak. Nathaniel Hackett got fired today in Denver. They're 4-11. and 11, So they're four coaching openings and yep. maybe not necessarily like you say no surprises really but i mean you know we're, we still got two weeks to go in the season yeah and so uh i would take that four and double it i think you'll see at least eight coaching changes um the offseason i mean that's just kind of the number seven to eight every year that you see and uh mike uh, again it's about production and now man nobody wants to talk about two years from now or three years from now They want to see wins now. And I I think you are in that production world. And now you have guys buying a team for four and five and six billion. We've heard reports that there's an offer out there for Washington for over seven billion. Those guys didn't just fall into that money. Okay? How will they earn it? They don't want to hear no excuses. they, They don't know how to spell patience, much less have it. So um, it's a different world than maybe we when we first started in this business, how owners looked at this league. So as we have talked about, and we didn't really talk much about it with Coach because it is what it is from the Saints standpoint. You got to win your final two. You got to beat Philly and beat um, Carolina at home. They they haven't gotten a lot of help. Philly could have won in Dallas on Saturday. That would have clinched. And then I'm not sure if I've ever had a more sour ending to my Christmas day than watching Arizona just I mean it was I mean it, we, we've seen it right I mean we've seen it uh, before and as soon as they fumbled that ball I went oh gosh I mean you, you, you saw it coming you knew it you knew it was coming but I mean they played a good game and just I don't put it on the Arizona defense I put it on the Arizona offense man you gotta win that game you got the lead you got the ball man you just gotta they couldn't close the door and Mike just think about you watched a 33-year-old J.J. Watt last night. He put on an absolute show for three quarters. Now, again, you get that age and you got that many snaps, you, you start to wear down. But he put on an unbelievable show. It was like, I don't care who's blocking me. It can be the third-string guard, uh, be worse. You name them, put them up. And, man, he was taking them down. But, you know, at the end... It came down to not Tampa making a play, but the fact that the Cardinals fumble, you know, a little flip uh, on a running play that they fumbled. Bottom line with it. And so it's out of your destiny now. You know, you don't have a lot of control. You got to win, but you got to help, got to get some help along the way. And so it, it's out of your hands. You, you just got to keep playing. And now you go up against a team that's playing for something, and they – Offensive line-wise, until they lost Lane Johnson, it was the best in the league. Now, it wasn't even a debate. Their offensive line was that good. Now, without Lane, they're a different, different team. Because I can make that argument. He's the best right tackle in the game today, Lane Man. Johnson. I mean, he's, right. he's that good. He's the most athletic. I know Pete Jenkins told me, man, I was coaching some of the defensive linemen with the Eagles, 
And, man, I was, you know, doing different techniques with him. And one of them told him, hey, coach, that don't work on Lane Johnson. I said, why not? He said, man, he's the fastest big man I've ever seen in my life. That's not going to work, coach. So uh, I get it. But their running game has been dominant. And now with the addition of A.J. Brown with a Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard is one heck of a tight end. Uh, you got some explosiveness. And you know what? If you got to play Gardner Minshew one more time, uh, I do know one thing. Gardner knows how to play this game. I don't want him as a full-time starter, but for two or three games, Gardner can make it happen. He wasn't the reason they lost to the Cowboys. No, not at all. I agree. And, I th- and it's possible that they, they will, in fact, see. see they, the Eagles have to win one of their final two, or, or Dallas has to have a loss. But, I, you know, it can happen to anybody. So the Eagles are 13-1. and one. Much of the year, they were like plus 15 in the turnover differential, right? I mean, they were, they were the, the record setters. And they had four turnovers against Dallas. Four. And then yep. was minus three in the turnover differential. And that's the ball game. I mean, you can't – I don't care who you are. can't go on the road and turn you it know, over you and expect to win. you ain't winning with no minus four. Right. I don't no, care no. who you play. You ain't winning with that. And, and Merrill Reese made a great point that a big part of that jump was Chauncey Garner-Johnson. That he meant that much to that team – with the pickoffs that he was having, then he goes down to the similar injury to what Lattimore has, the lacerated kidney. Right. That's unbelievable to me. Like, I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever heard of that injury happening, at least recently. Now, to two guys that one on our team and one that used to play have the same injury? It's, it seems- uh, that, and, and you know it when you got it uh, because uh, you, know, you know what you put in and what goes out. And when it's red, that ain't good. Right. You know, and so you, you got to have some healing process on that kidney. But, man, they, they get after you. And, Mike, that cornerback duo of Slay and Bradbury, man, it, it's as good as you'll see in this league. It really is. That they're, they're one maybe kink in the armor is they don't have that great edge rusher. They don't have that guy. But they, they really stout up front. Uh, when they healthy, they stop the run real well, and uh, those corners are really, really good. Got just a few seconds left. Can Carolina beat Tampa on Sunday? I think they're good enough too. Man, they ran 320 yards <laughs> against the Lions, and the Lions knew what was happening and couldn't stop it. So uh, I-, I think they could. And they are built. Remember, they laid it to Carolina. Yeah. I mean, to Tampa in game one. They laid it to them. So the Saints got to take care of business. That's Wouldn't right. we be crazy if Carolina ends up winning the last two games? Oh, no, that's, I mean, they'd beat the Saints, so that can't happen. All right, my friend. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to the Saints Coaches Show. Have a great night. This is the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 